Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest. His name is Raven Kiefer, last name K-E-E-F-E-R. And I listened to him on Forbidden Knowledge News and super knowledgeable about the entire COVID fiasco. So I asked him on, so I'm delighted to have him on. Found out in the pre-show, he's friends with a friend of mine, New York Patriot. So he's listened to some of my stuff. I've listened to his. But he has, a, I think, a very knowledgeable take on what happened in this whole kind of madness that took place and all the injuries and deaths. And so I'm glad to just have him on and share his knowledge. So Raven, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> so for people who haven't heard your name or may not have heard you on other interviews on Forbidden Knowledge News, for example, can you kind of talk about your background and how you got interested in this whole COVID situation? Well, uh, for a lot of people who don't know me, and a lot of your audience won't, I started out in the 1980s working what they call ABC, which is Atomic, Biological, and Chemical. Um, I was originally supposed to be in the military, but they were doing away with our units, so I went to work for a private contractor group. Um, and our job was to chase down pathogens, do quarantines. Of course, we had the atomic and the biological and the chemical, so um, very wide range of things that we had to know and be capable of. So that's how I got started all those years ago, back in the 1980s. And I have stayed current all this time. I, I keep track of who's building labs and, and why and where. And, and uh, <laughs> because my experience has taught me not to trust people. <laughs> right, very wise. Yeah. Um, so I, I've spent years doing this. Um, and now, specifically with the coronavirus that has come out in 2019, um, on December 30th of 2019, I got an email from an old friend of mine that I worked with and he says, what do you think this is? And I said, well, it's either a military base or a lab. There's a very specific pattern that is built around military bases that handle uh, chemicals or biologicals and, and laboratories. And you can see by the pattern of the, of the gating, the fencing, the, 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 uh, egress and ingress. Um, you can tell what they are, um, especially if you've seen them for 30 years at that point. And I said, well, you have a military base that's got an issue going on, or what is that? And he says, well, it's a biological lab. And I'm like, oh, hell. Um, and that was Wuhan in China. So they sent me information, and I found out that Ling was there. And I'm like, oh, because she had worked with Ralph Berrick here in North Carolina 
over at the labs uh, just off of UNC campus um, doing CDC and NIH work with Ralph Barrick. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is not good. Um, and there's, there's certain people that you keep track of. Ralph Barrick's always been a problem um, because he does contract work. Um, Xi Ling had been in I don't know how many CDC labs here in the United States working with uh, SARS and uh, coronavirus strains. Gotcha. Um, so it wasn't like you, you had to think very hard to figure out that they had an outbreak in China and was trying to isolate it. Right. Um, so there's some outbreak. So their research is happening transnationally, <coughs> right? So it's happening all over the place. Well, and you know, the other thing, the other thing that people don't realize, and, and I'm going to bring this up right now up front, anytime that you do gain and function on anything, it is now a bioweapon. I don't give a damn what your excuse is. Oh, well, we're trying to figure out how to prevent it. Well, if you do gain of function, which they've changed that terminology since 2020, but if you do gain a function on something, you have created a biological weapon. Well, what the CDC does, because it's an international conglomerate, it is not a government agency for the United States. It is an international conglomerate. And what the CDC does is it transports illegally because of the treaty, biological weapons treaty. It transports its experimental biologicals from one of its labs to another across international borders. So it's already in violation of international law. Um, but because it's one company that operates in various locations, their excuse is that they should be able to transport to whatever lab they want. Um, and that's how they get around the rules. Right. And so there's supposed to be these international laws are there's no gain of function, not supposed to tamper with these pre-existing viruses, correct? Well, the, the law is that if you have tampered with it, you're not supposed to transport it across the international borders. Gotcha. It is supposed to remain in the facility. Um, and they transport them around the United States, too. So I don't want people to misunderstand me. They don't just transport them internationally. They'll transport them, transport them from lab to lab here within the United States, which is dangerous as well. Right. right. And it's strange. And that this is kind of a term that is that does not be typically applied to Fauci and some of these other characters is that they are involved in bioweapon research. And I think that's exactly. one of the things about Fauci that's overlooked is that, oh, he's just a, you know, a friendly doctor overseeing our healthcare. No, he's involved. He knows about bioweaponry. He knows about yes. creating one. And then, yeah. So people don't, I think the average American has not gotten that information. Well, yeah, um, you know, I'm awful. I call him fraudy. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um, that's I, actually I can't pretty nice. Because... That's actually pretty nice. Yeah. He's worse than that. <laughs> but, but hey, well, I, I've called him the America's Mangala. Um, his uh, experimentation with biological uh, weapons, for lack of a better description, um, and experimental vaccines goes all the way back to the 1970s. Um, a lot of people don't realize that F uh, Fauci used two full uh, orphan homes full of children to experiment with vaccines. And many of those children became critically ill and died. And they had no protection because they were under the custody of the state. Um, so that's how far back Fauci goes, y'all. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, those were New York, uh, things. They were usually children of color with no parents or anything. And they, yeah, uh, minorities, minorities. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and it was two whole orphanages full of children that they did this with. Um, and then, you know, of course his medication for AIDS, um, 
is what killed a lot of those age patients, which most people don't aren't, aren't aware of because they're not old enough to remember. You know, me going on sixty, right. I remember these things. <laughs> me too. I remember AZT. Yep, AZT. Yeah, awful, yeah, awful. Yeah, I grew up in Northern California, so that was the whole AIDS crisis ah. was very. Oh, yeah, well, it was everywhere. Know, it was right on. Yeah. AIDS is directly connected, and that's the reason why I'm always very, very specific when I talk about this. What was released is called HIV SARS-CoV-2. Why is it HIV SARS-CoV-2? Because they used HIV straps to strap the SARS pathogen to the coronavirus pathogen. Um, and they conveniently left out those first three letters. Why? Because all the people who were involved with the hepatitis shots that gave HIV and caused AIDS, HIV is a patented protein sequence. It's owned by the Rockefeller Labs in Africa, and Fauci has interest in it. So I want everybody to understand that up front. You can do the research. I don't ask anybody to believe or disbelieve me. Do the damn research. Um, this goes all the way back to the Rockefeller Labs and the WHO injections in Africa. That's where the HIV comes from. It is a patented protein sequence that allows a vaccine to enter your system, artificially enter your system, and reproduce. It was possibly, it was designed to make vaccines more effective. But what it does is it creates first an immune-dependent enhancement. And then the more you're exposed to it, it creates AIDS, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. The only difference between immune dependent enhancement and acquired immune deficiency syndrome is the number of times you have been exposed to the HIV patented proteins. So it's via AIDS, vaccine AIDS, right? And that's yes, the that HIV. Works. So they took the insert from, and you can see this, if, if the sequencing is right, if the genetic sequencing is right, it's got stripped out through CRISPR and inserted into this, right? And that's the bio. Yes. That a lot of people still today are out here trying to tell people that these proteins were never sequenced. I can tell you right now, you can go to the Japanese site for the NIH in Japan, and you can go to the NIH in India, and you can find the protein sequences for HIV SARS-CoV-2, and you will see at 38 and 180, I think, 183, um, I literally went through the 30,000 lines of protein sequences and compared them to what was available online for SARS and for coronavirus. But interestingly enough, right in those specific channels were HIV protein sequences. That means they had to be crispered together and they used the HIV straps, which was what Ralph Berrick had been working on for a decade. They used the HIV straps to strap the SARS to the coronavirus. It's just incredible. And there's there's videos of him talking about this. Like mm -hmm. this is all easily readily verified third Absolutely. party information. Absolutely. So you know, I had this information on January 2nd of 2020, you all. January 2nd, I had this and I returned it back at my old chain of command, all right? Because it was very very important for them to understand that there was HIV in this, not just SARS and coronavirus. Um and then the spike proteins add uh, 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 spike proteins added a, another god awful effect to it. But while we're still talking about the development of this thing, um, if I knew in Jan on January second that Ralph Berrick was responsible for it, that the NIH and you said funded this with the CDC at a CDC lab here in North Carolina, and that Xi had been here working on it with Berrick 
on January 2nd of 2020. You mean to tell me that everybody else couldn't find that information? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, good question. So I mean, absolutely. So certain people knew and certain people that was uh, censored, right? Yes. Well, I mean, I was I was blacklisted. I mean, immediately uh, upon uh, doing the first two interviews, I did one interview on January 6th of 2020. I did another one on the 20th and on the 26th or 23rd of January. Immediately after those three, um, I was I was like, you know, uh, I was like put out in the middle of nowhere in the Sahara. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's my background. It was it was very easy to go to the NIH sites and find the information that I needed. Right. So the there was there was a component of this bioweapon release that was very interested in information control uh, from the yes. very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And that's that's really kind of what what's clouded things for three years is that people who really oh, yeah. saw the truth, you couldn't hear from them. Right. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, people, uh, the other thing that, that has come up in the last 18 months is all the red herrings like pointing to Echo Labs and pointing to this and pointing to Wuhan and. And, you know, even even the original story of it coming from the wet market in China, that's impossible. When we had people who were dying here in the United States in October of 2019 who had suffered extreme flu, extreme flu, talking about hospitalization type flu, and then got over it and had a heart attack. Well, that is the key component of this. And this is where I this is as far back as I could trace people dying from a heart attack or, or, or myocarditis after having the flu. And these were college students and high school students that were very, very physically fit, which means that we already knew that the spike proteins was, were attacking the ACE2 receptors in the heart at that point. Um, right. And it's incredible. So they, they covered all this stuff up. The whole wet market was just a complete fable. It's a total joke. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And even the zoonotic, arguments that they put out it's just well you know technically you know these people are really good at lying and telling the truth at the same time technically it is zoonotic but the problem is is that this specific coronavirus strain um was patented not only by partially patented by moderna um in good lord i think 2015 uh, don't hold me to that date, y'all, because my brain just jumped to Peerbright, which actually had the patent for the, the majority of the protein sequence in this coronavirus. And as soon as I pointed that out in an interview that you could you could go to Peerbright and you could get the protein sequence and it was a 93 or 4 percent match to this particular strain. Peerbright changed their front page on their website to say that we don't do human experimentation. And that's a half truth as well, because. Any virus that you get can be manipulated in order to affect human physiology. Right. Right. Over time, um, you can you can push it along. I think that well, was a big you, argument. Yeah. Yes. And if you add HIV to it, um, human immunovirus, which was derived from feline immunovirus, if you add HIV proteins to it, then it is by design to enter human physiology. Right. Right. 
that's the whole thing. It's like you've got these other ones, and then you create this chimera to make sure it affects human physiology, right? Exactly. And it goes back to exactly. so do you do you believe that and we kind of talked about this in the pre-show that this was intentional? The release was intentional for whatever purposes, global control, uh, eugenics, whatever. Well, let me go back to uh, 1981, and people, you can check check me. Don't believe or disbelieve me. I have never asked anybody to do that. In 1981, Jacques Attali was doing an interview, and what the fact checkers have done through the last few years is they say, well, Jacques Attali didn't put this in his book, and Jacques Attali didn't put this on the air, which is true. It's a half-truth. What happened is, is Jacques Attali, the advisor for uh, Francois Murder, uh, um, Metteron in France, and I never say Stone that guy's Stone Cold name. Luciferian, too. Francois yeah, he's Mitterrand. So, so I never say his name right, y'all. You, you, folks are used to this um, with me. But anyway, Francois Mitterrand's advisor, Jacques Attali, did an interview in 1981. And he said two things were going to happen. First, they were going to create a financial situation that, that created a financial crisis. Then they were going to re- release or not release, perhaps, um, a virus or a, a sickness, an illness. And when people were in fear and panic, they would have the cure waiting for them now this is Jacques Otali in 1981 and what happened was is he did an interview and the person who did the interview with him put it in his book so the fact checker fact checkers aren't lying to you it's not in Jacques Otali's book and it was never actually published online by Jacques Otali it was published by the person who interviewed him so I want to point that out to you how the fact checkers actually work so in 1981 we had this and uh, we had the same thing from and I'm going to just say names I don't care at this point you know what they drive up in a van and put a hood on me I've been talking about this since 2020 um, then we had Kissinger and Brzezinski and you say big new Brzezinski we had these people talking about this kind of stuff as early as the 1970s then we had the Rockefellers talking about this stuff all the way through the 70s and 80s so it's not like this information wasn't out there but Jacques Attali was awful damn specific. All right. Now, originally, when this virus got loose, HIV SARS got loose, it was lethal. We were seeing people dying from the cardiovascular effects of it more than the flu aspects, unless you were already subject to it. So, like, if you were a senior citizen who was already who already had pre-existing comorbidities, or if you were in bad health, you know, like diabetes, you already had a heart condition, um, something like that, then yes. The original strain very likely could have killed you. Um, and I told you in an email that I sent to you that we couldn't figure out when this thing came out, it was off on the side of the clock for the coronaviruses. Most co- coronaviruses, it's just think of a face of a wall clock. Most of them fall between two o'clock and 530 on that clock. This one here was way over at about 945. So it was completely different. Right. Um, so that's another indication that this thing was manufactured. But we were expecting an RO factor somewhere between six and eight, and it never manifested. There was a lot of people who got flu and felt really terrible between mid-December and mid-January, mid-December 2019 and mid-January 2020. And some people got really severe flu symptoms. I was one of them. Yeah, well, you know, and for me, my, my health is different. I keep my vitamin D3 up, my K2, my A. Uh, vitamin C, my, uh, my levels are worries high because every time I exp- I'm exposed to people who get the flu shots, I have to fight their shedding. Um, I mean, it's just a fact. Anybody who knows anything about 
injections know that people who get them shed them for various periods of time. And with the flu shots, it's about 28 days. So every time flu shot season comes around, I boost everything that I know that fights off flu. So that's probably the reason why mine was so mild. Um, but we had a lot of people who with comorbidities that died between October and say March or April of 2020. And then it just, you know, like normal pathogens do, it became less lethal, but more virulent as far as spreading in the population. Um, I, I, was it intentionally released? The fact that it spread throughout the world as quick, quickly as it did is still not even um, a way to measure because of, of the way people travel today by air and everything else. Um, personally, I can't help but to think it was intentionally released. But now that's my personal opinion, folks. That's my personal opinion because of the way it spread, the way that it was covered up, the people who were involved. Um, I cannot help but to think, uh, with reasonable certainty, that it was it was released on purpose. Yeah, it's just a shocker to think that, but it created created so much social dislocation and relocation and things like that. The implications of psychological, sociological economic we're off the charts it, it restructured everything i mean it really was a uh, kind of a world war three event i don't think that's an exaggeration no it was definitely a world war but it was a war against all the populace yeah psychologically economically socially um it yeah, was very it, it dark was... like intentional an intentional psychological economic lethal warfare against oh yeah the well yeah the, the children yeah. The children who were under the age of about 16 or yeah, 16, that's pretty, pretty close. The children under the age of 16 are going to be psychologically affected for, by this the rest of their life. There's no way around right. it. Right. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's really sick and really disgusting what they've done. But they have the repair. It hasn't really been repaired. That's the whole thing. No. Like almost all San Francisco is just one small example, but that used to be kind of a thriving kind of nation, uh, city of shopkeepers, kind of like what they called old London. And, you know, yes. you had small stores. They're gone. Everything's oh, yeah. boarded Absolutely. up. They're just out of work. Absolutely. You know, if they didn't die or something like that, it's just off the charts. Like, just... Well, and it's, the same in, it's the same in most of your big cities. I mean, New York City is just completely full of, of what used to be vibrant, well-visited shops that have you know, the windows boarded up or papered over. Yeah, it's really incredible. Incredible. And this is just the release. So this is the initial viral release. It has nothing to do yes. with the shots. And we were nah, talking in the pre-show. Yeah, the shots. This this assault on humanity. These injections. <laughs> they've been tinkering and poisoning these things for decades. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the original uh, experimentation with mRNA was done in '98, somewhere between '98 and 2002. And the reason why I can't be sure of the original dates with these is because a lot of times the research is done, and then it takes a long time for the white papers to be released or the journal, uh, the the medical journal journals to uh, do the peer review and release the articles. Um, so you you can have as much as a as a four to six year window. Um, from experimentation and reports before you actually get to see this stuff, you know. Um, but now here's the thing that people don't understand. The base, the base, uh, and I never get the folks, dyslexia just terrifies me um, when it comes to doing this, but it's either AVL or ADL. The base for this mRNA platform 
was literally agreed upon by MNR, uh, by gene therapy researchers not to be used because of the lethality in lab animals that this particular base that they used had had created for 10 years. Um, this base for mRNA gene therapy that they created these coronavirus uh, vaccines, quote unquote, they're not. They're gene therapy, experimental gene therapy. Um, so I don't even like to use the word vaccine, but the base that they used had been universally agreed upon as unsafe for human use because it had it had been successful in killing 100 percent of the lab animals that had been injected with it for, for a decade. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, it's off the charts. Like, well, how did that get approved to be used just in the United States? My understanding is some of those things, the, the shots are different in different countries, different approvals. But how did this get okayed in the U.S.? Are you, do you know that? You know, for me, I, I cannot fathom because the platform, the base genetic therapy pr- platform that they created these mRNA injections out of had been universally agreed upon as not safe for humans or not safe to use. Now, how it ended up being being put in every one of, you know, Moderna, Pfizer, uh, AstraZeneca. What the hell was the other one? Um, Moderna, Johnson Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson and Johnson. There you go. How those four main platforms use that base, knowing that it had been lethal, 100 percent lethal. Now, and let me explain lethality to the people who are listening to us. All right. In the labs, it did first. It created a neurological uh, inflammatory diseases, you know, like myelitis, um, encephalitis. uh, What's the other one with the brainstem? Uh, It's encephalitis and meningitis. There you go. Um, But first it started out with neurological inflammatory diseases in the lab animals. Then it moved to strokes, heart attacks, uh, organ failure, um, and lastly, if you didn't get any of those, the, the lab animals ended up with these massive, extremely uh, fast replicating cancers. So 100% of the lab animals injected with that platform died. And, and curiously enough, the things for over a decade that those lab animals were dying from with this platform, this base platform, right. um, I think we're starting to see that, you know, maybe – 18 months ago, we started seeing that in human population. Right. The same thing. This exactly. long code notions, all this, these word terms that they have for it. But Oh, yeah. They call it, they're calling it long COVID. They're calling it uh, fibromyalgia. See, we got the same thing. We got the same thing uh, years ago with the, uh, with the original um, hepatitis shot program in, in the 70s. We, we got the uh, fibromyalgia, the lupus. The uh, inflammatory, uh, nervous inflammatory diseases. Um, it, yeah, they've been doing it. Everything. It, my view is that every person with what's called autism was vaccine poisoned. I think we've all been poisoned. Oh, yeah, Anybody well, who's taken a flu shot or a shot has been poisoned to a, a greater or lesser degree. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah. Well, with one of my po- with one of my podcasts, I said, you know, I don't know how I survived it. We got 189 vaccines through the military and the contracting company that I ended up being with. 
And I don't know how I survived it because, you know, you get about, you get about, a, you get about 130 of those all at once. It's amazing. Um, that was what they called Gulf War syndrome, right? Right. It's like, oh, well, now, Gulf, War Syndrome, Gulf War syndrome was was that experimental. Um, I'm trying to remember anthrax. what it was for. The anthrax. Thing. Yeah, anthrax. anthrax. There you go. There. It was an anthrax vaccine they were given, and um, that would be Brooks and Redfield, by the way. So if you all want to trust Redfield when he did his little testimony at, at uh, the Senate. Understand that Redfield and Burks were behind the Gulf War syndrome. Wow, it's incredible. These guys are like well, you know, in Redfield, criminals. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, and Redfield was connected to the anthrax from Fort Detrick that ended up in the Senate offices too. By the way. Wow. Yeah, it was refined, aerosolized. Another huge bioweapon, right? So these guys are all tied mm-hmm. into bioweaponry. That's what the public doesn't oh, yeah. understand. They think of them oh, as yeah. like white coat doctors. It's not the case. Mm-mm. Absolutely isn't. Absolutely isn't. Well, now let's come forward with these vaccines. We know that the vaccines can, contained an HIV uh, protein component. Now, how do we know this? Because originally when the Australians started giving out their shots, they tested for some reason the Australian National Institute of Health or Health Services. Um, for some reason, thought it would be interesting to test the original recipients for H- for HIV proteins. Now, why would you do that if you didn't know? Right, interesting. And and the people who the people who they tested that had received the original battery of injections came back with HIV protein positive. Now, I want to emphasize to folks who are listening to you and I that just because you have HIV proteins in your system does not mean that you have AIDS. All right. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't get AIDS, but HIV proteins being present in your body is not the same thing as having full-blown AIDS. You could have an immune-dependent enhancement of various levels depending on how high the HIV protein levels are in your body. I want to emphasize that to folks. Right. I mean, that's what the whole thing that's really scary about this is these guys are intentionally uh, degrading the human immune system over time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Well, you can start out with your childhood vaccinations that are given to kids who don't even have an immune system yet. Right. Um, I I want to point out to folks. Well, here's the thing. Um, Kids who uh, are under the age and it varies, you know, by genetics and it varies by uh, uh, I hate to say racial because we're all basically the same race, but by let's say genetic or or origination. Um, So a Hispanic might have a different. Uh, kick in for their uh, uh, infantile, infantile immune system. Theirs could be at eight months, depending on where they're located at. It's mostly regional. It depends on what you're exposed to. Um, and I need to emphasize that most of it is environmental. Um, so if you're exposed early, say you live in an area that's, that's a little bit more suppressed as far as, as cleanliness and health and whatever, um, your immune system as, a, as an infant is liable to kick on earlier than somebody else's. But here's the thing. It averages somewhere between eight 18 and 24 months so you're giving children injections with live or attenuated virus uh, pathogens and their immune system is not even capable of handling it what you're doing is destroying their immune system that's what you're doing uh, because they have none right. <laughs> so sick it's like demonic it's just diabolical and those oh, yes. people they have higher amounts of asthma and all kinds of diseases if not oh, yes. autism just everything well, and you know, the autism folks, folks, I'm going to explain to you autism in a heartbeat and, and you can like me or not like me. I don't give a damn. I'm going to explain it to you in a heartbeat. When you 
who was fine the day before, got the shots, woke up in the morning with, with their left eye drooping, no longer able to walk, no longer able to talk, no longer able to communicate. That is a stroke. If that was a 75 or 80-year-old person that they were fine the day before, moving around good, talking, communicating, the next day they, they couldn't get out of bed, couldn't talk, couldn't communicate, you would say they had a stroke because their left eye was drooping. Yet with the children that are vaccine injured, they completely ignore the fact that it was caused by a stroke. Well, and what causes it? What causes the stroke? It is nano aluminum and thimerosal. Now, you can call it whatever you want, but thimerosal is mercury. The fact of the matter is, is there is zero safe levels of thimerosal or aluminum in the bloodstream. And these are nanoparticles that can cross the blood, blood, yeah, excuse me, y'all, blood brain barrier. It's so sick. Like they're doing it intentionally. There's no reason the rationale they give to the public is these uh, additives ramp up the effect of the of the you know the virus or the vaccine or whatever. It's just total nonsense. It's deliberate. They've been they've been gaslighting the public for decades. Yeah, I think since that the 50s. This, this, since the fifties. Yeah. Yeah, and well, they, they always, the they 50s, always point yeah. out they always point out polio. But let me explain something to you all. They just did a round of polio vaccination in India and Africa where there had not been a case of polio in 40 years. Right. And after the polio w- vaccines were given out, now all of a sudden, <laughs> along with all the other effects, not side effects. That's another lie. It's a half truth. It's effects. Right. Um, now they have polio in India and africa where they had never had it in 40 and 50 years it's so demonic it's totally demonic they know that they're giving people polio that's the whole thing it's the opposite of what they're saying it's total Mm -hmm. luciferianism man it's off the charts and you want to talk about the 50s we can go back to sv40 in the sv40 has been found yeah yeah and and sv40 is a cancer causing agent we know this and and here's the crazy thing. They have found SV40 in samples of the vials for the coronavirus. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Vaccines. Independent testing. Yeah, independent, independent third-party testers. Independent, so exactly. And they found all kinds of other contaminants inside of these things, too. So I want to point that out. But now, let's go to the real problem. The real problem is the spike proteins, um, along with all the other crap. But, but, but what we're seeing with the myocarditis in the, in the kids is the spike proteins. And what people need to understand is spike proteins like ACE2 receptors. ACE2 receptors are found in the heart, in the organs, you know, like kidneys, uh, kidneys, liver, pancreas, um, and in the testicles and the female repro- reproductive system. Um, uh, unfortunately, and this is information that people don't even know. Now, the, my information, folks, I don't have any new data. What I do know is that there was a 1,200% increase in miscarriages in several countries Immediately after the rollout of the mRNA gene therapy experimental injections, um, 1,296%, y'all, that was the number. Um, and I, and I, I don't have anything current. So the numbers that I have are from like October and November of last year. Um, and then if you want to talk, if you want to talk about women having menstrual and, and, and menstrual cycle issues, and bleeding issues, it's like 36 or 3,800% that many months ago. Um, here's the problem that we have. These, these focus in the reproductive tissue. 
um, they have found uh, sperm at this point. Now, this is something that I pointed out to somebody almost a year ago, and finally we're getting data. They are finding um, sperm that is completely saturated with spike proteins. So not only do we have a, an issue of infertility in men, but we also, and I, I said this in 2020, if you get these injections, I said this in March of 2020, if you get these injections, I don't care if he looks like somebody that would stop a caravan of women or she looks like somebody who would stop a uh, uh, convoy of semis. If they've had the injections, they are carrying an STD. Because you do not want them spike proteins being transferred to you. You just don't. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Wow. That's scary. Um, it's a, it, That's scary. As far as I'm concerned, it's a lethal STD. And I have said that ever since. I was talking about these injections coming out as February of 2020, before they even did it. Um, why? Because I had done studies and I had done research and I knew folks that aren't familiar with the Kenyan sterilization program, what they had done is they had uh, given five tetanus shots to the ladies in, in Kenya. And each one of them contained BHCG, which is the most terrible if you do to a woman because it is an abortion affected drug which means you can get pregnant but you're going to miscarry um immediately after those studies were done by get i'm going to just say their names and hopefully you know hopefully you aren't going to try to put this on youtube or anything but uh it was get it was gabby gabby who who the united nations and the national institutes of health in many countries including the united states and england um, that was in Kenya doing this with the BHCG. And it is absolutely the worst kind of sterilization possible because it's an abortion affected sterilization. Well, when that study was done and they released their studies, their, their white papers, they said that they needed to find a recombinant DNA delivery system so that they could do it in one or two shots rather than because most people would in, in, uh, in a more uh, informed area of the world most people would not tolerate five shots so they had to do it in one or two and that's right in their own paperwork wow. um, so they're working they're so experiencing case, they're they're evolving they're getting better and better with their kill mm-hmm. cycles well you know and it's always been the population agenda i don't care if you're, if you're talking about um, the gates foundation and you know gates gates father worked for for planned parenthood um he's the head of planned parenthood yeah Yes, and and they're known eugenicists. I need to point that out to folks, but the Rockefellers too, um, eugenicists. Um, but you know, depopulation agenda goes all the way back to uh, some of the earliest writings are in the 1800s, but they carry right through these families up into the 1950s, um, and 70s, and 80s, and. Um, and they but my, but my whole point here is, is that the spike proteins act. I have never found any labs that have been able to trace B, uh, BHCG in these injections. Thank God. Problem is, is the spike proteins do the same job. Right. Um, they, got caught, know, they got caught in Kenya. There was a huge uproar 
among the Kenyan oh, people yeah. once they figure it out. Like they, oh, they yeah. trusted them. And now there's huge amounts of vaccine hesitant or shot hesitancy there. And they got oh, yeah, I think that they were, yeah, they rolled Gates Foundation out of Kenya. Like they were, pissed. well, yeah, Gates I think Foundation. There was money paid off, yeah. Yeah, Gates Foundation and Gabby, um, there are parts of India and Africa that if any of their people show up and are identified, they will be beat to death with stakes. Wow. Because of the well, and the HPV from the Gates Foundation was just as bad in India and China and, and Africa, India, Africa, and Southeast Pacific is where they rolled out those HPV shots, and it has destroyed the female populations there. Um, I mean, it's, it's the and now they're trying to do it here in the United States. They put it on the injection list for kids, HPV. Um, That's, That's Gardasil, and, right? Yeah, Gardasil. Um, yeah, don't the never shots take that. that. Yeah, never. Take oh hell no, um, folks. I'm just flat out giving you the information. Believe me, don't believe me, but go check out what happened to the several hundred thousand young females in India. Um, They estimate about 500,000 in Africa and about the same in Southeast Asia. Their health um, between the seizures, the reproductive issues, the actual cancers that they're getting. um, It is, it it is horrific. You all horrific. And that is the Gardasil HPV shit. And I say shit because that's what it is. It's just garbage. Um, yeah, it's a witch's so, brew. That's what I tell these people. You don't know, even know what the totality is in there. You need to have a third well, party and, test it, but like it's dangerous. Oh, I got to point out. Did you read the? Did you read the case filed against uh, Pfizer in Arizona? I did not. Can you tell me about that? Pfizer. Uh, they were being sued for fraud. All right. And Pfizer came back and requested that the judge dismiss the case because they delivered to the government of the United States, which was the Department of Defense, by the way, in case people didn't know this, they delivered what was requested of them. Oh, right. So they did not commit fraud. They, They delivered the contract as requested. That should scare the hell out of people. Now, let me give you a second, secondary thing. The reason why the, uh, um, inconsistency in the vials has been allowed along with the contamination that we've been finding in different labs, independent labs um, across the world, by the way, not just here in the United States or Canada um, is because this was a department of defense of the United States contract. And they do not, they're not held to the same requirements as you or I would be. Right. And that should, that should tell you something about this. This is a Department of Defense rollout. The uh, warp speed was completely conducted, and all the vaccines were under the prevalence of the Department of Defense of the United States. Right, and that's a big question. Now, How does somebody come up with hundreds of millions of shots that fast, right? Exactly, it's because the capacity exactly. was already there. Just so Yes, well, it's, it's just like uh, the uh, regular type B flu. Um, PCR um, instruments had been sold as early as 2018 by the hundreds of millions relabeled Corona, uh, Corona uh, COVID-19 tests. And one thing I want to point out to people and, and, you know, I was lucky enough to know uh, Kerry Mullis. Um, Yeah. I had met him a couple of times. And he, he won the Nobel out, for that. Yeah. Won the Nobel. If he was still alive, he would flat out tell you that this is not a PC are test this is a paula emery's blah 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 chain reproduction all right what it does is it reproduces the sample to a large enough number (laughs) 
that you can use it in the lab so that you're all using the same sample. But if you crank this thing up high enough, say 35 or 40, like they did early in the, in the crisis, quote unquote, um, you're going to get a positive result. You can find anything you want. And those are his words. All right. right. Not mine. And this is the man who invented it. I also want to point out to folks that in 20, I'm thinking it was 2012. Don't hold me to this. They already did this once with a, uh, health facility in the Northeast. They used these PCRs and created a false scare for a completely different pathogen. Wow. Wow. And, you know, I, I said that was a test run. It wasn't an accident yeah. that they used the PCRs to convince the people within the facility that they had an outbreak. Yeah. That was a practice no. run for sure. It's so crazy. And Mullen suspiciously dies like right before this whole thing happens. Pretty young. I well, think he was 62 or 63. Yeah, he, he was in his 60s. I mean, he was he was older than me, but he was just an amazing individual. Um, and it's something else that I want to point out to folks who are not familiar with us old guys. If you have never listened to presentations from Dr. Leonard Horowitz from the late 1980s on vaccine injury, you need to go back and listen to his presentations. He did one that's phenomenal. I do believe I have a link to it in one of my podcasts, but you can find him. You're not going to find him on YouTube anymore. You're going to have to get a bit shooter rule, but it's Dr. Leonard Horowitz, and it's from like 1988 or nine. And that's when I met Dr. Horowitz down in Florida when he was doing that presentation. So, uh, you know. Um, but he, he talks about, well, he talks about vaccine injuries that long ago and the whole system being what it was that long ago. So, you know, us old guys have an advantage because we had people who were doing real research back in. Right. And that goes to the point of like this whole censorship, this illegal unconstitutional censorship aided and abetted these crimes to happen. And the people who actually studied just one more thing is the Sasha Latipova and Watt. Work. They've gone into very detail about the Department of Defense rolling out the kill shot, like l- tons of research, and uh, it's oh, yeah. chilling. It's chilling. It's it, well, you know, it should scare people that that they were so able to do this. But now, I don't know if you remember, but I was part of it in 2009. They tried this with the swine flu shots again. Um, in 2009, they tried to say that the swine flu was going crazy and they wanted everybody to get vaccinated. I don't know how many people will remember this. You know, it's, it just goes back to what I know. Um, but there were enough of us that were alive in the 1970s and remembered Julian Barr and all the neurological effects right. and uh, everything that happened in the 70s with those swine flu shots. Plus, we also had a very interesting thing that happened in 2009. The Health and Human Services of the United States bought squalene and squalene was added to these swine flu shots at levels that would have been sterilization levels hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So in 2009, um, Dr. Ramy LeBeau was one of them. I was one of them. There were a lot of people, I mean, literally thousands of us, that were online in 2009 fighting those swine flu shots on the basis of what happened in 1977 or 76 and 77 on the basis of the squalene being added to them at sterilization levels. And we successfully shut stuff down in 2009. There were hardly anybody who, I mean, I think they ended up throwing away like 99% of those vaccines because people just understood, no, this is a scam. Well, what they did is they took those lessons from 2009, us using the internet against them. And this time when they started that immediately, and it was as early, this should tell people something, as early as September and October of 2019, they were attacking people's email. They were attacking people's posts and websites. They somehow deleted whole mailing lists that had been held on to since 2009. Wow. <coughs> or prevented those mailing lists from being used. That's, you know, for Ramy LeBeau, that, that was what happened to her. It's Dr. Ramy LeBeau, you all. Right. Um, she was afraid for her life, if I remember. She was interviewed oh, by yes. Jesse Ventura or something. Oh, yeah. And she, she, I mean, and that was a long time ago when she said this was coming. Um, but, but anyway, we managed in 2009 to prevent the squalene laced swine flu injections from getting used. Okay. But they use those lessons and I'm telling you when they, when they do this again, cause they've already had two exercises. One of them is Sears S E E R S, which is supposed to attack children. Exactly what, uh, Soros and Bill Gates have said publicly. The next one's going to go after the kids. Well, they've already done two, con- con- conducted two exercises, just like Event 201, except for this one um, was called Sears, S-E-E-R-S. So if you all want to check it out, I, like I said, don't believe me or disbelieve me. Um, they've already conducted a new exercise, and this one here is a uh, virus that's going to go after young, young kids. Um, so they're probably working on it in a lab right now, right? Uh, I'm sure it's already made. It's already made, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's already made. But the fact of the matter is, is they in that exercise, they, they even tightened down on the Internet and communication even more. So what happened this time is, is even though we even though we couldn't even though we couldn't prevent it like we did in 2009, we still managed to get enough voices out and enough voices heard that I honestly think the majority in most areas didn't get these injections. Wow. And the, the injection take up right now is like one or two or three percent in the U.S. Like people are on to this big time. Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think we were successful. However, every time we're successful in thwarting this stuff, which has, you know, 1978, 1988, um, 1997, uh, 2009, every time we have been successful. Now, I wasn't involved in the two early ones. I was too young. But I started with the, the 2008-9 swine flu thing, and, and uh, I, I fought that like, 
you know, I fought that like hell because I knew what was coming with the squalene and the previous effects of the swine flu shots. But now here's the thing. Every time we have been successful in thwarting them, they have figured out a way to ratchet down communications and prevent communications more effectively. So if they do this again, um, you know, folks like me are probably going to disappear from the Internet again because they're, I will still be posting. You just won't be able to see it. I think that's the right. process they're going to use the next time. Last time it was too blatant and too obvious that they had blacklisted, banned, and um, blocked, and uh, what was the other one? Um, suspended accounts. Right. Last year, last time uh, in 2019 and 20, and especially 20 and 21, they made it blatantly obvious that they were eliminating voices. Right. All right. right. Okay. I think what they're going to do this time is they're going to suppress. We're still going to be able to talk. We're still going to have communications, but they're going to put us on our, in our own little clusters so that we cannot reach other people. And you can already see it on the social platforms now. Um, you can already so that, see uh, com- communications being suppressed. Um, likes are being suppressed. Comments are being suppressed. Um, direct messages on the platforms are being suppressed. Um, we're already seeing this. Um, and and I'll, I'll quote Mr. Elon Musk, since everybody's been rooting for him, what did he say in his interview? Um, freedom of speech does not mean freedom of reach. Right. Very well said. Distilled into one axiom, right? You can talk all you want. You're just going to be mm-hmm. in a box. You're going to be in the kind of a voice echo chamber box. Yeah. And we will manage it. That's what's really scary. That's why I got off of Facebook permanently. It's because they're managing well, yeah, I don't do... that box for you. Yeah, there's no reason to post well, it. And, and something people need to understand about Facebook is Facebook, uh, I'm an old guy. It comes from LifeLog. LifeLog was a DARPA program. And the minute that Facebook was put online and made active, LifeLog vanished. But the connection to Google and DARPA is still there. So all they did was just change the name of it. It's still the same platform. LifeLog was supposed to be a way to access data for however many people used it. And you would be able to basically find out everything you wanted to about somebody. Well, the minute Facebook went active, LifeLog vanished. Yeah, it's incredible. Think about all those secret chats people are having, being naughty, oh, yeah. cheating on their spouse or whatever. Oh, yeah, none of that stuff are. is secret. Yeah, none, none of that stuff is secret, secret, baby. They know everything about you. Well, and here's yeah. the other thing. Here's the other thing to point out to you while you and I are talking. You know, they're trying to pass all this legislation around the world, especially in the Western countries, that will prevent encrypted communication. Right. Yeah. Well, no, uh, if they can prevent you from if they can prevent you from using encrypted emails and encrypted text messages, then they can access and they know exactly somebody like me. OK, I'm talking to you through an email and I said, hey, uh, William, look, they're getting ready to release this thing. Keep your eyes open and, you know, start doing your research. Well, if I sent that to you with an encrypted email like we are now, um you and I have violated the law and right. if they make it so we can't encrypt it, then they're going to know exactly who's working against them and who to block on those social platforms. Yep. And people need to see this. Matt Taibbi put out this censorship industrial complex. It's not one guy in some kind of no. home office. These are like football field sides of dudes with lots of funding to triggering people. And you can see that through the, the Twitter files. The stuff they released, oh, yeah. the government was heavily involved in this. This is totally unconstitutional. <coughs> well, you know, First Amendment, Fourth Amendment rights, all kinds of things like that. A lot of people totally. like to talk about. A lot of people like to talk about the five cent army of the Chinese. And if nobody's ever seen this, they literally have one Chinese person sitting at a. Uh, it's a vertical table, and they will have a hundred cell phones in front of them, operating a hundred accounts. 
All right. Um, that's the old yeah. way of doing it. Today they can do it with like three computers and they can have a thousand accounts running at once with just one person doing it. They called that the five cent army. And they say, oh, well, the Chinese are doing it. You don't understand. Israel has 50,000 people that their job is just to get online. We have the same thing coming out of Dubai. We have the United States admitted that they had 20,000 individuals in the military, that their job was to change social opinion yeah. and, and steer conversations. Then, then we have these, these public agencies, these public-private partnerships with the HHS, the Health and Human Services of the United States. They estimated at one time during this 2020-2021 uh, time period that there were over 100,000 people being paid by those agencies to steer conversations and to report people who were giving information contrary to the United Nations. Wow. That's incredible. Uh, 100,000. Yeah, so there's huge rats. Yeah, there's just total rat uh, rat you out online uh, people out there. It's incredible. Especially like Israel super sensitive about criticism. So that's another uh, avenue of censorship or you get targeted as somebody who's anti-Israel. Any well, you know, I did, a, I did an article back in 1998 um, for Indie Media and I talked about the truth about the uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And I went all the way back to the treaties, all the way back to 1947. And I, I was very, very fair about how I addressed it. I went through the treaties, the agreements, the United Nations sanctions and everything else up to 1998. And, oh, man, you talk about opening up a can of hornets. Woo! And I, I didn't say anything detrimental or horrible or anything. I just reported the facts. <clears throat> and that's what yeah, we don't even want the, that. They don't even want that's that. where we're at with the WHO and the United Nations folks. You, you need to understand if you're listening to us right now, when you get on certain channels, certain platforms, it doesn't say truth. It doesn't say accurate documented evidence or accurate documented white papers and research papers. What it says is if you post anything contradictory to the WHO or the local health authorities of your nation, then you are going to be polled. It doesn't say true, accurate, or, or right. real. Right. It just says contradictory to what's being stated by these people that have been proven to be absolute liars. You know, I don't know what you know about Tedros, but I know Tedros let the people in his own country die, covered it up, and was caught selling United Nations relief supplies on the black market. Wow. That is Tedros, That's the guy who's the head of the WHO right now. He that, let his that, own that, people die of outbreaks. You. Yeah, that qualifies you for uh, advancement, promotion, if you do stuff like that in this kind of upside-down world, right? Well, and, you know, I never pull any punches. You know, it's like, I, at my age, why should I even worry about it at this point? But Tedros, in his own country, let outbreaks run rampant because of dirty water that he had been given equipment from the United Nations to put in clean wells. And instead, that stuff was sold on the black market, and him and his friends became multi, multi, multi millionaires, including food supplies for those people who were starving. By the way, yeah, yeah, he's a, um, he's a bad. So, person. so that's that's yeah. Tedros. Yeah, I mean, we're in kind of a medical tyranny. They're trying to implement it and have it a permanent medical tyranny over really the world population, but Americans for sure. I mean, just the fact that they would. No, everybody's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they won't give anybody a voice, but now everybody's talking about the pandemic treaty. The pandemic treaty is God awful. It is going to erase the sovereign sovereignty for every nation that signs onto it. That's the first problem. 
But even before that are the amendments that they're trying to do right now as we speak. The amendments to the original are the first stage in, in, in national sovereignty lethality. Um, it, it, they might as well just drop a nuke on every country at that point because the United Nations, an unelected group of bureaucrats that are financed by Gates and Gavi and, and Rockefellers and Rothschilds, um, the United Nations will have complete control over everybody's communications, everybody's health. They will have authorities that have never been seen in the history of the world, except for maybe in Rome. Right. Like incredible stuff. And some of these new, this new legislation that's coming out is totally tyrannical. No VPNs, just like you said earlier, like this just off the charts. They're pushing. That's what they're pushing for. So, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I I have said in my own podcast, William, I've said in my own podcast, silence is silence is consent. Right. And where you can know, people if, find your podcast? We're almost at the hour here, Raven. We're, oh, yeah. We're, well, we can, um, you can here. find me on all the podcast re- repeater sites. All right. A, pod, a podcast addict, Podbean, Deezer, um, Spotify. You can find me on all those. Now, Spotify will not carry some of mine because obviously I, I speak against the WHO and and health services and, and fraudgy weasel fouch is what I call him. Um, you know, gates of hell. I call him that openly on my podcasts. Um, but so some of those you won't find on Spotify, but like podcast addict, Podbeam, Deezer, all those other ones are picking up. There's like 12 of them that pick up all my podcasts through RSS. If you want my home podcast where you can download stuff for free and listen to it at your leisure, that will be Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker.com. And just type in Raven Kiefer and you'll find all four of my podcasts that I run. I have four separate ones. So you got four separate ones on there. They're there. Laugh, no apologies, no apologies. Interviews, Ravens audiobooks. So you can check out all those different ones. And I see you've done a lot of work on here, but yeah. So you got four on there. So I'll put those the links to that on there. But just like I heard you on Forbidden News Network, I mean, just super knowledgeable, man. You know this stuff. Much well, more I've been, so. doing this, I've been doing this since 1984, y'all. I, I started out with uh, atomic, biological, and chemical in 1984, and I had to go back and get recertified every year, which meant I had to know biological, chemical, and atomic for almost 20 years, 18 and a half. Gotcha. So you know, I mean, you've seen it. The other thing is like they're trying to like silence people like you who have that experience. You've seen all of their flim flam, snake oil, you know, uh, crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. Well, so and you, you know, the to... thing about it is, 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 and I wasn't the only one, folks. We had people who volunteered to fly us into those areas. We had whole teams from different countries that went into those areas, including specialists from the United Nations, too, by the way, back in those days. We were flying into places that people were dying to get out of literally because of outbreaks. Um, so, I mean, I experienced all that through the late 1980s all the way through 2002. Um Wow. And you've done you know, so, so many interviews on so many different shows. Some of these I don't even I'm not familiar with. Some of the names are familiar, <laughs> but some of the other But yeah, ones, I like, try yeah. to I try to uh I try to get out there and talk to folks about different subjects, you know. Um I'm a researcher at heart to start out with, but I'm also a comedian. So if if y'all are just stressing out and, and I want to point this out to folks, because I don't make any money off of any of my podcasts. I'm not monetized at all. If you're all just stressing out and want a good laugh, my laugh podcasts are stand-up comedy, and there's 80 hours up there. Um, 
just making fun of myself and the people around me. All right. <laughs> people need laughs these days. I mean, it's a very important <laughs> component of uh, keeping relatively sane. Is uh, I think it's very funny too. I mean, it's it's important. Well, and, and I got to point out to to see anybody listening to us, um, the weapons of self destruction podcast on the on my laugh podcast. Those are current events. I'm making fun of politicians and everybody else. So if you're not if you don't want to hear that, stay away from those. <laughs> Gotcha. But, you know, there's a little bit of something for everybody here. I can see you got audiobooks, interviews, and then all of your own research. But, I mean, amazing interview, man. People uh, people are on the chat are like, this is incredible. Good job. But uh, thank you so much for your time, Raven. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you inviting me. I, you know, and, and folks, by the way, before, before he and I both forget, I want to point out that I've got like five generations of veterans in my family. And I want to say thank you to everybody who has served because today is the day that we're supposed to recognize them people. Amen. Amen. Very true. Memorial Day, Monday, May 29th, 2023. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate right, you too. Then. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus